I'm Wambui and I'm Miriam and together we are Mama A. In this podcast, we'll be discussing what motherhood is, the different ways it can be experienced and some of the common challenges and rewards that come with it. We'll also be exploring some of the myths and misconceptions surrounding motherhood and discussing how different cultures and societies approach and value motherhood. So sit back, relax and let's dive into the world of motherhood together. Us Moms Wow Alright, alright, serious, serious. How do you really love and accept something as it is, but also know you need to improve it? In this topic, we are talking about parenthood, but also realizing and accepting that there is a person away from the title mom. As moms, we have this deep-seated desire to create a conducive environment for our children so they can grow up into healthy, well-adjusted adults. And that has to start with us making sure we are first healthy people for our kids to be around. We have to still remain conscious of their needs as they grow through different phases of life. Tantrums, teething, learning to express themselves and all of that, but also accept that we are also changing through our own seasons of change. So how do we strike that balance? We may not have all the right answers, but we will tell you about how we've struggled with it and continue to struggle with it and still keep going through, through our, our own seasons of change. And still keep going. Still keep going. Still keep going. And still keep going. Hello, boy. <laughs> Sorry, that was so loud. <laughs> Hi, babe. How are you? Hi. How are you? Watch out! Watch out! Let's 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 not have you that. Hi, one boy. Hi, babe. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Tired. Oh, it's okay. been a it's been a stiff drink kind of week. <laughs> Definitely a stiff drink kind of week. Oh but yeah. Really excited to be here. It's actually mm-hmm. one of the things I was looking for. I'm like, this week might be going to the gutters, yeah. but at least at the end of the week, yeah. we're going to see you. And we're going to do this thing. Oh, okay. So. Did you hear that? <laughs> How's your week been? Oh, my week has also been exhausting, um, a bit overwhelming, emotionally, mentally. Um, and then just a lot. a lot is happening. Then the weather is changing so drastically. Like, what's that about? You leave having dressed layers and then in the in middle the morning. of the Yeah. And then in the middle of the day, you have to strip down. You're like, okay, which one am I removing? Which one am I keeping? In the headlines. How much more can I remove, really, and still be appropriately dressed for work? Exactly. So it's it's just been one of those uh, tricky weeks where you feel like Mercury is in Gatundu, but is it? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Gatundu. Yeah, it's right. I had a moment. I was like Gatundu, then I remembered. Yeah, it's okay. It can be in Gatundu. Oh, hmm. I have no. <laughs> I have certain feelings about Katundu, so yeah, it's in Katundu. Oh my God, okay, I want to hear about that soon. So I think we can start today with a little bit of an icebreaker um, and ask... um, A light moment, because today's topic is a bit heavy. It is, it is. So nice, fuzzy, warm feeling. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's a memorable moment that you had from the past week? A motherhood moment. Moment. Yeah. We did our first site visit to one of... uh, possible schools Aww. it was so nice yeah. oh my days it was so so nice mm-hmm. and initially we were anxious about um taking her because mm-hmm. for the longest time we've been asking her do you want to go to school do you want to school and it's always no mm-hmm. and then recently we started asking her will you go to school she's mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. and being super excited about it yeah so i started doing research i mean there were already a few schools that i had in mind of course <laughs> me being me yeah. the virgo in me um yeah i'd already done like a bit of a mapping so mm-hmm. i had like my number one option etc cetera, etc cetera. so mm-hmm. 
I'd already done a side visit to the school and then asked if it's possible to do a side visit with her because mm-hmm. I might like the school and the environment, but see me in a summer. Exactly. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we went with her. She was so hype from start to finish. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to leave. <laughs> she started crying when it was time to leave. I'm like, girl, do girl, you know what yet. this is? Not yet. You don't. Hey. But yeah, but that was really fun. It was yeah. really exciting. It was also such a proud moment because... The teacher was trying to explain to us, so this is what we do at this age. This is what we would be teaching, how we'd be teaching how to count numbers, colors, letters. And this babe walks into a room, say, color green, mm-hmm. color yellow, mm-hmm. color blue, mm-hmm. number seven. What? 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 And I was, what? Running, I was just standing there, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's smart. Yeah, actually, she was like, oh, she's quite smart. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm not going to say no to that one now. She is. She <laughs> yeah. is. There's no humility there. Yeah, she is. She is. So that was really fun. Yeah. You? Oh, that's cute. Um, I think for me, it would be having a, a full conversation with her. Like oh, her please. actually using her words to express what she actually wants. Yeah. Um, and us um, just communicating and having an understanding between us yeah. because I think it's it can be very frustrating to her as much as it is to me that we are not communicating the way mm. I need to communicate to you're both people. communicating but you're not being yeah, understood but you're not being understood so I think just having a conversation with her and communicating and even her just being able to even say put into words what she's actually feeling mm. like I'm so tired oh mom I'm like do you know what being tired is but okay you'll see that she's even coming and she wants to sleep because she's tired I'm sleepy mommy I'm hungry I want, you know so it's <laughs> yeah it's like just like best friend in action yeah it's yeah. like we're live to go yeah. live to go live to go live oh yeah so for me that that was a very very memorable moment for us yeah mm, that's so cute <laughs> yeah I, I, one of the things I can't wait is like when you sit down with, you know, the way you pick up Moshene with your mom. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Mm. I can't mm. wait for the day. I really can't. I know, <laughs> me too. And even though when sometimes I look at her, I'm like, Yanni, I can't wait for you to tell you such and such a story or what happened to me when I went out or, you know, yeah. it's just... Can't wait, can't wait. Me May too. we be well adjusted enough yeah. to create safe spaces for them. For sure. To share, to feel safe, to share, yeah, with us and have those conversations with mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so I think we can just dive into today's episode. And as you said, today's episode is what did you say? It's very, it's quite heavy. It's quite heavy. It's, it's quite, heavy. quite heavy. It's quite heavy. Um, maybe not as heavy as the one we had, no. like you know, two. Was it two episodes? Two ago? episodes ago. Oh, oh look at us one. now. Like we're like, mm-hmm. wait, wait, was it two? Was that? Was it so mm-hmm. We've done so many. What, what was it? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to keep it a hundred episodes. I know. <laughs> yeah, but like episode two was quite was quite yeah, heavy and quite good. personal. Yeah. This one is a bit similar, but it has some rays of sunshine here and there. Yeah. It's a topic that's very important because I feel like it's something we've all as um, as moms, we've all struggled with it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is self acceptance yeah, and self improvement yeah. on your journey. Mm-hmm on your motherhood journey it's such a very a topic that's very close mm-hmm. i think to both our hearts because yeah, we've both is. had quite eventful journeys when it comes to a uh, self-acceptance <laughs> and self-improvement that's very very true yeah um and i think then that will just get us into the first one which is like what are some of the things that took a huge negative hit to you when you became a mom for me, I think top of the list would definitely be my mental health mm-hmm. really took a punch to the gut. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember initially, especially the first couple of months, it wasn't the easiest thing. I think it turned out to be a lot harder than than, than I thought because I didn't have the easiest baby. Like I love my Adidi, but she wasn't the easiest baby because she wouldn't sleep. Um, especially sleeping and because I had to get back to work within six weeks it really took a hit and then I think also a lot had changed in my life because we we had decided to try cohabiting to Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. for for her 
So a lot had changed. Um, I think I wasn't prepared for, I wasn't prepared for that much to change because mm. I'm also not a person who takes well to change. Yeah. So I did have um like mild um postpartum mm -hmm. and it's not it's actually my friend who picked it up my guy friend mm -hmm. weirdly enough it's yeah. a, a male a close male friend of mine mm -hmm. who called a female friend of mine and was like i don't think one boy is okay, okay. and i don't yeah. think she knows she's not okay mm -hmm. um so yeah so i hadn't realized it which was weird because Depression is something that's constantly in my radar because I have struggled with depression mm -hmm. in the past mm -hmm. and like really severe depression. So I'm always very aware of my depressive episodes. So mm -hmm. it was very weird that this crept up on me without realizing it. Um, and how it was manifesting is I was always anxious. I was always like, I was extremely sensitive to the smallest things. Mm -hmm. I was always, the smallest thing that would make me cry. Yeah. But some of the ways that I was able to pull myself out of that was just talking about it. Um, I, I became, I started sharing, I first started sharing on my stories on IG, on Twitter, when I was on Twitter then. And so I'd get so much feedback from other moms who are like oh my god i've also been feeling like this and so it gave me a community and even like reaching out to you mm -hmm. my other friends who are moms mm -hmm. my sister my mom I, I realized if i don't talk about it then it's going to really hit me hard yeah so finding speaking up finding community but also finding pockets of gratitude because i'd be like okay she might not have slept yesterday but today she giggled for the first time she mm -hmm. laughed for the first time mm -hmm. she recognized my face in the room for mm -hmm. the first time mm -hmm. so those small pockets really helped pull me out of that funk and just realized that okay it's a tough season not a tough life because i think with postpartum the worst part is usually thinking it's a tough life yep. i can't hack That's this it. life yeah it's not it's always one of be us like has this. to go yeah. Yeah. yeah either you or me kid yeah. one of us has to mm -hmm. be exited from the situation because yeah. this is a tough life mm -hmm. but i think understanding and realizing that it's a tough season mm -hmm. and the beauty is that babies grow outgrow every stage yep. it's a good and a bad thing mm -hmm. there are those stages you hope they never they outgrow never, yeah, <laughs> but like those really tough ones especially yeah. if you have um if you don't have the easiest baby it's not a tough life yeah. it's not always going to be like that so just find those two small pockets mm -hmm. of joy of gratitude um oh yeah and i started doing half an hour to myself every day mm -hmm. so that I, that used to be in the evening i'd go shower sit in the room by myself put a timer and an alarm half an hour later be like Whoo, okay we can do this and so yeah. that really that really helped so that was one the mental health mm -hmm. the physical health hey <laughs> oh my god <laughs> if you've always been a one gb mm -hmm. and then you have a baby so you're used to having abs you're used to having small waist, mm -hmm, small waist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the boutoir. <laughs> the boutoir that hits you. Yeah. Um, first, ch your physical changes. But then also, I think for me, my physical health, because of my mental health taking a hit, my physical health also took a really tough hit. Because then my ulcer started creeping up. And mm -hmm. I actually remember, this is <laughs> um, the Christmas Eve of 20. 21 i actually spent it in the hospital because my ulcers had gotten really oh, bad okay. i had to mm -hmm. be put like on a painkiller drip mm -hmm. and also that for me was a turning point because i remember i was in that room by myself mm -hmm. and i was just like actually by the way no no no, no yeah no, no. yeah it's just you babe so you have to figure out how mm -hmm. we are getting out of this yeah i'm still not in my best shape but mm -hmm. i've decided to focus more on working on my mental health and like healing my focusing on my mental health mm -hmm. because i know that affects my physical health yeah very quickly very much, yeah. we, we will be given new bodies in heaven <laughs> um so yeah so yeah. yeah how has your mental and your physical um handled it so for me, I think I'll I'll just bundle 
the two together because for me my mental was also affect my mental state of mind was also affected by how my physical state of mind a little back story um when when i was going through pregnancy i do a lot of reading because i had this uh, pregnancy app <laughs> on my phone <laughs> and i was very diligent oh my god tell me you're a first time mom with her without telling me a first time right so i used to have this app on my phone that i would look at every day just to know like what's the progress in my pregnancy how am i supposed to be feeling and whenever i'd see articles on birth and breastfeeding i used to ignore it because i used to be like i got that covered see breastfeeding i just put the baby on the boob and i'll get milk and see just but i just go push push once through one two three four five seven <laughs> done out you know and <laughs> i used to really i worked out uh from from four months of my pregnancy yeah from four months of my pregnancy to the end i was working out even on the day i went to give birth i was working out in the morning then <laughs> went so i was really ready for a natural bath so when i had a very difficult bath experience um and then now it just it really just took a toll on me mentally because i was like this is not what i had planned you know i had planned to get out of the hospital walking very well with my baby in my hands and you know probably latched on my boob at the time yeah, super like, mom hello my man hello only to be wheeled out <laughs> of hospital so getting home i think everything was just so overwhelming because in you know even with my mom she knows that after meza naturally uh, vaginally sorry if you if you given birth vaginally you are out of the hospital the following day because that's oh, what that's what like our moms have been doing they've been going to hospital and leaving hospital the following day so we didn't prepare for now me having to get home as a c section mm. um having given birth through c section so um because it just took everyone by surprise i think it no, also it just it, it drove me into shock so my physical state was mostly by seeing my scar especially the day i removed the bandage and i saw my scar i was like what has happened to my body like mm-hmm. i sobbed i remember i wept oh, i was yes i wept and i was with my mother and she said miriam you will not even notice this in in a couple of years this will all be good and i those i was just not understanding what she was saying just i was like mom i'm swollen the, the the scar is swollen i can see the stitches like it was there was nothing pretty about it so it really took an emotional toll on me and i just had to accept that you know what my body I'll just never get my body back because of what you said you know like they butwa they butwa and I was just like wow okay sawa but my mom I really thank god for her did not give up on me and mm. after she had spoken to a couple of people and she was told that even after having the C section that you can still do the kufunga tumbo because we are costarian so we <laughs> That's we are very we are <laughs> actually I remember you came to Fungami and after that I was like yeah we'll be given new bodies in heaven yeah it's okay. like nothing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah my mom my mom just learned how to now do it without being very without it being very tight and just to help me also have hope yeah. that I, my scar would be fine and I'd, my body would go back to what it used to be um because it used to be like something that i really really wanted mm-hmm. uh, personally so then it then affected my mental state of mind of course because now i don't like the body i'm in already my body is, is letting me down in so many ways first this bloody scar that i've come to really love by the way because it's just a reminder it reminds of, you it reminds me of what alia and i went through Ooh. yeah so um and um so fast that scar then now not my body not being able to produce milk that took a whole other <laughs> mental toll on me and i remember um having and i remember um 
not being a hundred percent and you see like the way you said um you didn't realize that you were going through postpartum depression i picked it up in myself very quickly because i had seen one of my sisters go through it she didn't know that she was going through it but i could see from the outside so i had to when i realized that i'm beginning to be very resentful especially towards my partner because his life was still <laughs> moving on <laughs> Like, like we didn't just get a baby. Like a baby didn't just come out of me. We were and pregnant, like, but only yeah. one of us had the baby. <laughs> yes. So I remember being so resentful towards my partner. And like anytime he'd tell me I'm going to be home late, I'd be like, yeah, because your life has not stopped. So the first, <laughs> the first three months was so dramatic. They were really, really dramatic because of my mental state. And once I caught that I, I was going through postpartum depression, the first person I called was my sister, um, the one who I'd noted had gone through it. And she told me, uh, you know, I didn't know that I was going through it until you pointed it out. And when you told me that everything is going to be fine and you, you'll be where you need to be in no time, everything just changed for me. So I had to learn how to take us a day at a time and I even remember calling one of my friends as well Slyo and just telling her I, I'm not so sure I'm cut out for this motherhood thing it's already taking a toll on me this baby is always crying she's not sleeping she wants to eat she doesn't want to eat she doesn't want the bottle what do I do you know so um and she told me something that has really changed my life she said um whatever you're going through in this moment you will not even remember it in a couple of days like those hard times will just teach in you how way. to be stronger to in handling the next one mm. so that just really used to push me yeah in knowing that um it's gonna be better mm. i won't i won't be like this my whole life yeah i think this yeah. is closely tied to it mm. how would you say your emotional health because it's usually like, yeah, the, there's the mental health, but then there's also the other element of like your emotional health. And then this closely ties in into, because you've mentioned your partner, how did your emotional state, your mental state, your physical state affect then your relationship with your partner Yeah. as you've gone through this journey? Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. So for me, my emotional health... <laughs> was all over the place. As I said, like I'd cry about everything, honestly. So <laughs> from how my body looked to not, so I'd, I was constantly crying. And at some point I even remember just feeling like my emotion. And oh, then one day my, my, my <laughs> a friend of ours called Colleen Harriet told me whatever emotion you have, your baby feels. Mm. Your baby. That's the biggest reality yeah. check. That thing slaps you across yeah. the face. And redirect you into a different path, for sure. So then I had to be emotionally stronger. I just wore this... It's like... S on your chest. Yeah. The minute you told me that, I was like, I'm I'm hulking this thing. Like, hey, I have to... Me new lemse. Like, emotions... So, because even when I take her to hospital for vaccines, and because I'm scared of the pain she will feel, she starts being scared. Mm. So I was like, "Mm -mm, you have to be brave. So that just, that conversation with her really just shifted my emotional state of being. But then now the relationship between (laughs) me and my partner at the time, I I remember thinking, this is what people say, that kids come and marriages just fail. True. And I was like, <laughs> we are not, we are not going to work out. Like, there's just no way we are working out because I get it that we are both new at this, but it seems like I need to have things figured out more than you. So yeah. It, it, why am I the? Why am, why I, am I the one who's supposed to be more responsible? Exactly. Did we not both? Yeah. Have and we kid. agreed. Yeah. We are good with this. Like, so what's, what is the problem here? Mm. But then our relationship honestly was really strained in the first six months of us having our baby and whereas some moments we would feel that we were very close because of the bond that we have with our baby there are times that we were completely apart 
and we ju- we were just not seeing eye to eye on some decisions that we had to make or sometimes feeling very neglected and me being in this motherhood bubble by myself or parenthood bubble by myself and him not Living even life. you know like he's just <laughs> yani this this man's life was ah tunaenda pa like kaende kaende me i'm just like oh god i, I can't say in my even. next life yeah and come back as a man i think so me too and come back as, in my next life yeah and come back as yeah. a man because what I even remember seeing a meme the other day that maybe I should try sleeping on my husband's side of the bed because <laughs> he, on that side you don't hear the kids crying. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, cuz <laughs> it's cuz this nigga sleep through <sighs> the loudest cry, the loudest tantrum jama milala. Milala. That's a superpower I, to be I, honest. I'd like really... to learn how to do that. How to tune out. Yeah. It's a superpower. It is. And how was your emotional health? Because I know you've 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 tackled the mental and the physical. Maybe my mental, my emotional health. Mm-hmm. I mean, has been a a journey. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey. Um, but like to focus on the positive bit of it, um, because everything you've said, I felt you know that feeling of feeling neglected. Mm-hmm. Someone has moved on with their life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's worse that everyone else has moved on with their lives you too yeah <laughs> you <laughs> too yeah. so it really i really struggled with um and for me it was emotions from like my past it's mm-hmm. like am i not good enough like i'm kwani unataki kuka na mimi am i and then as a woman you start feeling i mama maybe because i had a baby now those are the thoughts i started yeah. having I just had a baby so maybe I'm not attractive, not attractive anymore. anymore. Yeah, and that's so you true. You don't want to be around me. And then there are those things you're told um that wanaume wapendi harufu ya maziwa. Like I, all those things oh were my in God, my mind yeah. constantly because during the day I've been bapped on, I've been thrown up on. Like you've changed poop, you've had a poop explosion. Obviously I'll shower. Yeah. But you know when when from our perspective when as a guy you your your life is moving on mm-hmm. and sometimes you might be doing a lot at home but sisi hatuoni like yeah. we're just seeing we focus and Michelle Obama spoke on it a lot mm-hmm. we focus on the also oh, you have time you have time to go with, to hang out with your friends mm-hmm. but you can't stay here and change a diaper you know mm-hmm. so i went through all of that yeah. but like i said mm-hmm. that new year that christmas eve when i was in hospital was such a shift for me because I was like man I'm here by myself mm-hmm. I've got to look out I have to look out for myself I have to take care of myself yeah so I can take care of my baby and I remember and and what that has done for me like becoming a mom has done such wonders for the love I have for myself mm-hmm. the ways in which I show up for myself emotionally I've come such a long way with positive speak because I used to speak very negatively to myself mm-hmm. and about myself mm-hmm. to myself so it's I've come a long way in terms of loving myself loving on myself showing up for myself and then I realized that how I show up for myself emotionally is how my daughter will learn to show up for herself emotionally because especially this big this early years they learn more from observation than mm-hmm. from what we tell them na ndio maana wahenga hawakutupaka mafuta you know when they said like watoto ni kiocha jamii oh my god <laughs> but it's true though um and for me that that medali mm-hmm. thank you teacher dominic shout out to my kiswahili teacher that that saying has really stuck with me because i show up how i show up for myself how i love myself is how i want her to show up for yeah. herself and love herself yeah. Yeah. and then it's because of that then how then our relationship changed then i had to have a very candid conversation with myself first mm-hmm. but also have a candid conversation with him and be like okay we we are not working as a couple but i think we are such great parents and so then our relationship transitioned from you know living under one roof and mm-hmm. raising the baby together to now co-parenting and living separate lives but for me it was part of the emotional health and growth was understanding that 
the minute we had this baby, our relationship changed or rather expanded. So there's the, the relationship we have as individuals and the, the relationship we have as parents. Mm-hmm. Our relationship as individuals can end, you know, but our relationship as parents for as long as this child is alive will never end. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we really have to manage our relationship as individuals very well so that it doesn't affect our relationship exactly. as parents. Yeah. So I think becoming a mom has caused me to really grow up emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of emotional maturity has come out of me becoming a mom. Yeah. And especially now when you trans, because a lot of people usually ask, hey, you guys, are you sure you guys are co-parents? I'm not co-parent. But it's the emotional work that has gone into it and understanding that how we handle our emotions as parents has a direct impact, impact. and implication on the emotional regulation, mm-hmm. the emotional intelligence of our kids. So I take that yeah. insanely yeah. seriously. And yeah. I think like once your child has a higher EQ, mm. like it's important for your child to have a higher EQ than a higher IQ. Absolutely. Because Ab- if they're not able to regulate their own emotions, then what are we doing, you know? Their social skills will yeah. be off. Their self-love so will be off. Things. Their yeah. self-esteem will be off. Completely, hey, completely. It just throws them off. There's something you said about that thing for not feeling attractive and atiwa naume hawapendi harufu ya maziwa. Did you hear that? Uh, girl, I've heard that. <laughs> I don't know if there's something, there's something about the fourth trimester that you just go through so many emotions and so many changes all at once and it's the foggiest of all trimesters you know when people say the first trimester is the most sensitive one because you know we're still waiting for the baby to attach and all that Mm -mm. but the fourth fourth after umesa let me tell you like there's this day (laughs) i digress but (laughs) it's important one of the things (laughs) that you are not told about after delivery is the night sweats by the way it's like wow, wow, by oh my god, umeni trigger. Let me t- um, umeni trigger. Rem- let me, I remember and you I sweat remember. in places you didn't even Do know you, had sweat glands. Really? You're like, oh, what? there's a day I woke up and our bed was completely wet. Like I was like, on myself. What is this? Take me out of here. Take me out of here. Oh my god, I'd actually me. forgotten about that. Girl? Jesus Christ, girl. Like the the first trimester is a whole topic that needs to be dissected yeah. by itself because yes. hey, there should thing. be more books about the fourth trimester yes. than there are and books for pregnancy. Exactly, like pregnancy we can figure it out. Just for the fourth trimester, yeah, an up just Ooh, for that girl. That's needed. Hi, many effects. That's, that's Ooh, needed many because effect. we we it's hey, crazy. Anyway, so I I like how you've you've spoken about how, and big up to you, Wamboy, for real, you have come a long way emotionally. (laughs) (laughs) And you've known me for years. Like all the years I've known you, where umetokafa, umetok, like little things would have triggered you, that happened now would have triggered you emotion and you'd have reacted completely differently. And my toxicity used to show up the most in my emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have really, really grown up. You've grown up and you've grown. You've come a long way. And I like that you've spoken about how you you now show up for yourself emotionally. And it makes me wonder, what are some of the things that you didn't think you'd have to deal with when you became a mom? I'll just piggyback. Hey, mm-hmm. this is how you know you've been in meetings. Yeah, I'll just piggyback week. on I'll what? piggyback on what you just said <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> about the fourth trimester and like what no one tells you. For yeah. me... The things I didn't expect to be that difficult, because like you, I'd done a lot of research, a lot of um, reading. I'd graduated from the school of TikTok, you mm-hmm, know, on mm-hmm. motherhood. Like yeah. I had really done my research, but nothing prepared me for the healing process. Mm-hmm. So first, not only are you having night sweats, but this, and this is about to get like really gross Mm -hmm. but it has to be said it has to be said the healing process of how like how much you bleed because for me i Mm. I think i bled for almost 10 weeks Mm -hmm. so like there are times especially in the shower like my sister had tried to prepare me Mm -hmm. for this Mm -hmm. but when it happened no one prepares you for when it happens because like you could be in the shower you're lactating Mm -hmm. you're bleeding and you're just like, what the fuck is going exactly. on? Everything. What the, the hell is going? You're like, what is on? happening? 
So for me, nothing prepared me for the healing process. Yeah. And it then and that really took did a thing to me. Mm-hmm. The other thing no one prepared me for is the crippling fear of dying. For the for for the longest time, I was never scared of dying. Mm-hmm. I've lost so many people in my life. Like mm-hmm. for me, dying is we all die. die. I mean, yeah, it's part of life. So for me, I've always even said, um, I when that question for would you like to know when you die or how you die, mm-hmm. I'm more concerned with how I die. Oh, yeah. And I joke about it. I'm like, me, I don't want to die like this, like this, like this. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer to die like this. Mm-hmm. But then having Adi. I actively, I find myself telling God, imagine ilikuwa, tu, ilikuwa, jokes. ilikuwa jokes. Please don't take what I said yeah. back then seriously. Yep. I want to live to be a hundred. Mm-hmm. I want to see her grow. I want That's to see crazy. her achieve everything her heart desires in her mm-hmm. life. Please don't take me until I've been there for all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's such a crippling fear because I remember, especially the first days, I'd think about it and just break into tears yeah. and start sobbing because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, if I die today, what who will take care of her? Exactly. What's going to happen? I we were talking what about this the oh other day. My God. <laughs> like you just spiral yeah. out yeah. of control yeah. and it's taken a lot of like my spirit, my faith and my spirituality is what has helped calm that because babe, it had gotten to a point where it was mm-hmm. out of hand. Yeah. I started taking policies. I st- like I started doing such crazy financial planning because I was terrified. Like yes, she has her dad who loves and adores her. She has great family, extended family. Mm-hmm. But it's that thing when you're a mom, you're like no one can, can do it do. like me. No exactly. one can love her like me. Exactly. I don't care. Exactly. If I'm not here, I yeah. have to make sure. Okay, even though I'm not here, she'll be she'll be okay like this, like mm-hmm. this, like that. Mm-hmm. And I really had to take a step and be like, chill the fuck out. Like, just breathe, mm-hmm. pray about it. You know, like, God has our lives in his hands. Yeah. Take it up with him. So, so ume panic, alafu. You've what done all this financial yeah, planning, then, alafu. Mm-hmm. Like, take it to him. Mm-hmm. So then the other thing has been my desire for, like, searching for God. Mm-hmm. Um, And I remember... Like, so it has come a long way. And even this fear of dying has also really brought me closer because then I search for God more. And I don't know if it's a misconstrued way of faith. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, if I'm good, he will, <laughs> <laughs> he will answer my prayers. Girl, <laughs> girl, let me break it to you. <laughs> Ah, but then that's also a positive thing that no one prepared me for, for Mm -hmm. how the desire of a higher being or meaning to life, finding meaning to life, because you just performed a damn miracle. Bruh. Because, bruh, baking and giving birth (laughs) and raising a human being, that's a damn miracle. It is. Like that, tulifanya kolabo na God. I swear. Me and God, kolabo, kolabo. leaving that hospital with your baby. Yes. That's both a, of you leaving that hospital biggest is a miracle. miracle that people take never for granted say anything yeah so it's it's a positive thing i didn't expect because my my relationship with god was not like ideal mm-hmm. is how much closer i've gotten to him and also how much i've ensured that adi knows about mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. In in different ways, like we'll read the Bible, mm-hmm. she'll sing songs, mm-hmm. I'll sing to her, like the Sunday school rhymes and everything. Yeah. And it reminded me, there's this thing I saw Tyler Perry say, I was saying that when life gets really difficult, we all search for something. And so will your kids. Mm-hmm. At least with God, you know they're safe. If that's the person they... Um, I mean, we all turn to something. Mm -hmm. When life gets hard, we all turn to something. There are those who turn to drugs. There are those who turn to alcohol. There are those who turn to sex. And then there are those who turn to their faith and to God. Mm -hmm. And so will your kids. So it's important for me. It was important for me. And I respect people who have, you know, different views about faith Mm -hmm. and religion. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was important because I have seen my faith hold me down for really difficult situations. So yeah, that was, I didn't expect that. And lastly, Mm -hmm. I didn't expect how becoming a mom makes you want to achieve everything all at once. You want to, I don't know, you get like this thing, you want to achieve everything all at once. You want to get everything all at once. 
and what nobody tells you is you will fall face on you face fast face flat as it is human as it is human it is. because it is. and again <laughs> Mimi quotes, quotes ndio There's something Michelle Obama said mm-hmm. that I had recently because I've I've been like on a hamster wheel since mm-hmm. I had the baby. Mm-hmm. I just want to achieve everything. Mm-hmm. I want to be super mom. I want to have everything covered. Mm-hmm. And then she said something that with women, you can have it all, mm-hmm. just not at the same time. And when I tell you that thing, it humbled me, but also really grounded me because mm-hmm. I was like, it was like an exhale. I was like, I've been, I've, there's this thing I've been trying to achieve. I want to achieve everything. I want to get everything. I want to take up more jobs because it means more money because mm-hmm. it means financial security for us. Like you're trying to do so much and you burn yourself out and you're unable to show up in the mm-hmm. places you're supposed to be showing up as your best. So yeah, so nobody prepared me for that rat race. <laughs> but I'm glad there are people like Michelle Obama and Tyler Perry. Yeah. Who just who ground us. Yeah. Um and so I think I'll just I'll just make mine very brief um on the things that I I really didn't think would happen. One is this you see like the way you said your constant fear of dying. I have I have that as well. I think we spoke about it mm-hmm. you and I um and how we are overdoing when it comes to even getting life policies and education policies and all that. But for me I don't know why there's always a fear that something bad will happen to my baby. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know if anybody else as a mother goes through it. I'd like to know. But some I'm always on I'm I'm too alert. Mm. Like I don't even give her the freedom to play. And it makes me feel like I'll give you an example. Today we went to the hospital and she told me to put her there's a there's a ledge she wanted to sit on that f- is faces the garden and there's like some butterflies that are playing there. And she's like, Mom, I want to sit up here. So I put her there and she was t- you know, she was just being free, turning mm. and I kept wanting to <laughs> hold her. <laughs> And everybody's like, Akosawa, Akosawa. And I'm like, you don't know? Mm. You don't, How sure are you? Yeah, I'm the one who is here with her. Like, yeah. So I don't, I, I'm always, I always have that fear. And that, that also makes me call my nanny all the time. So even yesterday when she was away from me and I was told she had a fever, I, I broke down. I was at the salon. I was just crying. Because I'm like, this is the bad thing that, I- that I've been thinking about. Like, I knew something and I'm not there with her. I am not. And her grandma is telling me, you don't have to come. She's, I'm like, no, but I want to be there. But I'm trying to like also respect you guys and know that you can handle it. Mm. But also. Like I'm her mother. I'm, I'm her mother. And I just. <laughs> so that I, I really, really want to find out if anybody else has ever. Have you ever yeah. thought? Yeah. And for me, it was, it was her being physically harmed by someone else. Yeah. But I had to realize it's very tied to my work Mm -hmm. because I deal with such many, like we deal with so many cases of defilement and all this stuff. I was always like, as when I'm changing her diaper, I'm checking. I'm like, is she okay? It was now for me, it was that fear of someone, you know, harming her in that way. Mm -hmm. And I had, to the point, like now that's why I installed cameras all over mm-hmm, the house. Mm-hmm. I don't let her go for sleepovers. Like I'm so scared yeah. to have her away from me because I feel like yeah. I'm the only person who can protect, protect her. her. I'm yeah. the only person who can take care of her. But again, back to finding God and finding yeah. faith yeah. is understanding that I'm only human. Mm-hmm. We can only do so much, babe. Yeah. It's leaving them to to God, but it's it's definitely it's normal. I yeah. think most moms have that fear. <sighs> okay, so because I, I I was like I need to see someone about this because it's <laughs> it's getting it's out of hand. It's really crippling. It is. Another thing I didn't think I'd have to deal with as a new mom would be the feeling of always having to justify why you make why your actions and your mm. decisions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i was just i was never ready 
I, I was never prepared, I mean, to deal with that kind of thing. And every time something happens and somebody even asks me a question, I am on defense Defensive. mode every, every time. And so I think that is that's something that really caught me um, by surprise. But I'm learning how to deal with it. I'm just starting to tell people no i don't think she's ready for this and or like without and having it to there. yeah having to explain um much more but yeah i think and most of the things that you've said also like i remember when you were talking i was like hmm you are not yeah, you're like yeah. <laughs> it's and it's that thing we were saying when we were starting that sometimes we feel like these instances are so isolated mm -hmm. to and only affecting you as an individual yeah and so that's why it, this is so important because then we get to share our experiences and realize that oh my god you even you yeah. Baby, yeah even me and so you're able to have and we've shared that a couple of times where we're like oh my god I was, you tell me i was feeling like this is this. i'm like mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. me too mm -hmm. and the other way and we have a very good conversation that leaves us both feeling a lot better and yeah. a lot peaceful yeah so that's nice yeah and i think the last one would be the 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 urge to be perfect at everything <laughs> <laughs> and i really had to take a step back i think it was yesterday so much happened yesterday that janet was even telling me you cannot you you just cannot expect yourself to be everything to her even even you you're not everything to your mom you know <laughs> so true even some, to yourself even you're not to yourself. everything to yourself so there's some things that you just have to learn that i have no control over this situation and but i'm really really trying to learn <laughs> how to let go of perfectionism as a mother especially as a mother and mm. secondly as a wife but as a mom mostly because i feel like i have this tiny human whose life i have to shape and like to stay in the right direction like if i just do one for one wrong move mm. can really just change the tangent of her life so i feel like i just need to also just give myself grace and ease, ease myself of that burden of wanting to be perfect because it is not humanly possible mm. to be perfect as a human being and I think the beauty is in imperfection. And I definitely hear you on that. And it's a conversation. I, it's something I want to share that mm. someone told me. Mm. Um, I was talking to, hey, my, I'll mention my therapist a lot. Mm -hmm. I was talking to her about how when I'm having a tough time or when I'm breaking down about something or feeling sad about something, I go, I go out of the house because I don't want her to see me like that because I always want to show up as this perfect, mm -hmm. happy, happy, always bubbly, mm -hmm. always this person. Play. And she told me you're not doing her any favors. It's important for your child to see you in those vulnerable moments. Mm -hmm. It's important for your child to see you making mistakes and fixing them because that's how she learns. She'll, she'll not grow up afraid of making, making mistakes, mistakes yeah. because in her mind you're perfect. You know, yeah. if you always curate this version of yourself that shows up always perfect, yeah. then she'll pick up that. She's like, I always have to be perfect. I always have mm -hmm. to be this. Mm -hmm. But we want our kids to grow up learning from their mistakes, free to make mistakes, mm -hmm. be able to cry, be able to express their emotions and not always try to be happy all the time. And that for me was so, it shook me because I was like, okay, so you want me to cry in front of my baby? Yeah. But I've realized in the few instances I do that, she'll come and hug me. She's like, oh, yeah. sorry, mommy, yeah, sorry, mommy. Sorry, mommy. And I'm even sorry. for her, when something happens, she'll cry and I'll comfort her. So it's it's good it's good to let go of that perfection mm -hmm. because then we're not trying to raise perfect human beings we're just trying to raise good, good human, human beings. beings good kind yeah. and nice to people <clears throat> so we've we've had a conversation about like the things that mm -hmm. we've cha that changed and we didn't expect them the different stuff right so what are some of the things that have ignited the serenity prayer in you like the things you've chosen to accept <laughs> And the things you've decided to actively work on to change. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's how, it's the realization and, and, and acceptance that I am indeed not a machine. I am not a robot. I cannot get everything done as I want them to be done. 
and that is the reason as to why I even have help to help me <laughs> make the con- the environment conducive for me to be the best mom that I can be. Mm. So I think I just had to really let go of the desire to control everything that was happening around me, especially around motherhood. Yeah. Also having to learn that I am not the only parent in <laughs> yeah on this in in this one because most of the times I would make decisions by myself or I would even like I'll be told I think we should do this thing in a certain way I will not listen to certain like, way cool, cool. I'll do your way my way yeah and so it I just had to learn that there's two of you in this thing and both of you are her parents and you can make decisions like I remember even being triggered that um there's a time she was not well then I was not told but the dad was told and the dad decided that this is the thing that needs to be done it's okay I'll tell mom when she needs to know then I was told later and I was like why wasn't I told you know and it's like I'm also a parent and I made that <laughs> That conversation is usually so out. Because there's this thing of I'm the superior parent. I am the mother. She grew inside me. So yeah. I know everything that she needs. Like I'm the only one who can make the best decisions, decisions for her. And that's not true. And just yeah. accepting that and, <laughs> and trying not to change it. It took me a while. I'm mm. honestly, I'm still learning. And not to be offended by it. By it, yeah. yeah. And and I even felt one day he, when he came and told me, you know, babe, I'm also her. I'm her dad. So when I say something, I'd like to be heard. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. But I think it's just like a default thing when it comes to moms. Like, you know, because for the just, first years, you're the primary parent. Yeah. So you feel like you know everything. Exactly. But also just also learning to extend myself that grace and just be like, this is something that I learned. And mm. I'm glad that I've I've changed on matters or something that I've decided to have as they are. <laughs> I've decided to accept that this is my new body. And Girl. yeah, I just, I just had accepted, I had accepted and I had to love myself as I am. And even just, as you said earlier, just talking to yourself and encouraging yourself that you're yeah, beautiful, you've you know. got a booty now. Yeah. Wow. And you know, some things that, that, something that has happened to me about motherhood is that I felt like it had aged me. I felt mm-hmm. like it made, yeah, it made me. Mother. Um, like, um, like, some I get so triggered because I'm like, there's a kuna kituki mother. Like, Peter, stay, you're no longer stay. Oh stay, mini mother. And you're just like, the, you know. So, <laughs> I remember even just trying to change the way I dress, you know, like, be younger. To be younger. And then, hey, as a girl, put that. Buy your mini skirt. Buy those boot hey, shorts. Let me tell you, that thing, that thing. But I've just, I've learned, I've learned to love myself more. I've learned mm-hmm. to accept myself and love, especially the body that I'm in and the scar. That that's that's. I remember, even my one day calling my mom and I told her, "Mom, imagine nowadays, because the times I'd look my, at myself in the mirror." And it's the first thing I would you notice see. about myself. Mm. But nowadays, I hardly, hardly even think about it. But when I see it, I'm just filled with so much pride because I, I it reminds me of where I'm from. I'm from, and that and that really has um, helped, helped me. You. There's yeah. a quote I saw that said, mm. "Embrace Madame your scars, hey. embrace your scars because they're proof you've lived." Yeah, so that's. True. That's kind of beautiful. Remind us that the past is real. But it doom doom. Share my heart. Oh, I don't know the, the lyrics from there. 
<laughs> what are some of the things that you've learned to accept, accept as they are yeah and things that you have changed for me it's that my life will never be the same what i've come to accept is the life i had in my head and we we talked about this when in our younger days mm-hmm. i had a very clear picture of what i wanted yeah. my life to look like how i wanted to live my life so what i've come to accept is my life will never be the same again and i will never be the person i was mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. and that's okay because i really love the person i am now yeah. like i am obsessed with the person motherhood has made me and the journey i'm on as i discover this new person because yeah. there's yeah. a lot of things about me that have changed with becoming a mom yeah mm. and i think i just wanted to say something about what you've said and loving the person that you have come to be um people normally say or i've had people say that when a child is born a new woman is born as well mm. you become a completely different yeah. human being you're no longer you don't petty. think the same you don't yeah you're no longer petty <laughs> yeah I'm girl no you're no longer <laughs> petty jesus but yeah i i really love the person yeah i've become i'm a lot I, i'm not so quick to anger mm-hmm. i'm not petty mm-hmm. I'm not I don't take things to heart cuz me mean I used to beba people like yeah. you say something to me and 10 years later I'm like I don't like this chick she yeah. said this to me there yeah. that time you know but and you're not quick to react you and know? I'm right girl right, you're right, not right 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 right, 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 right. <laughs> the people who should be thanking god yeah. for it because they yes. would have caught hands yeah. by now <laughs> but yeah so that's something like letting something I've accepted is that I need to let go of the person I was the person I thought I would be and how I thought my life would look like mm-hmm. because I find that that's usually a really tough one to let go especially when your child was not planned you can feel like your life was derailed you can feel like your life like you're disappointed with where you're at in life now but I've just learned to embrace my new life because I think it's a beautiful life. It's yeah. not a perfect life, but it's a really beautiful life. Mm-hmm. I I love who my daughter has made me. Mm-hmm. What I have changed is my outlook on life. Mm-hmm. You know, like how I see myself, how I think about and establish my boundaries, how I value myself. Mm-hmm. That is something that I've had to change because remember we were saying at the beginning you're like am I not beautiful enough?
not rush into <laughs> you know or getting overwhelm through you. yeah overwhelm you with a lot of stuff but please do leave your comments let us know Talk what it's in I know just let us know which one of the quotes is your favorite <laughs> number one <laughs> and just let us know what your self-improvement journey has, um, been, has like, been like and what are some of the beautiful things you're learning to embrace yeah. um, on this journey mm-hmm. um, what are some of the things you did not expect yeah. when expecting and mm-hmm. having expected mm-hmm. so yeah so like share with us um, so let's yeah. chat about this a bit more and engage on it yeah. I think it's some dope conversation yeah until part two. Bye. Bye. One, two, three, eh? <laughs> that out. <laughs> <laughs>